Hi, and welcome to Ahanga. My name is Aya, and today I'll be speaking with Colleen. So just to get us started, could you tell us about the kind of art that you do? Uh, right now, I mostly do work with clay. I'm a, a sculptress as well as uh, do some throwing. Um, but mostly my hand building and, well, I guess it's a combination really. Great, and how did you get involved um, with art or with clay? Well, I've always been kind of artistic since I was a kid and my parents kind of pushed me to do things artistically, creatively, always got me, you know, paint by number and all the things that might lead up to art school. <laughs> um, I also have a big interest in architecture. So I thought that I was going to be an architect um, but when I got to college, I really fell in love with clay. So I kind of did both through my college career and then um, worked in the corporate world for a little while and decided that the corporate world really is not for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I picked up my clay um, skills, I guess you'd say, and ran with those instead. Uh, and did you study, did you major in art in college or did you um, study fine arts? Fine arts. Yeah, I studied fine arts mm -hmm. with a major in ceramics and a minor in architectural design. Okay. And you mentioned your parents, but is there any person or any number of people who you would say particularly influenced your artistic pursuit? I'd say most of my family has. Um, more my sisters and my mother and one of my brothers more than others, but I'm one of 14 children um, right in the middle. So uh, I have some sisters who are very encouraging and um, have always encouraged me to move in this direction. Mm -hmm. So I'd say family. family. Uh, and what would you say motivates your art or inspires your art do those mean different things for you? Yeah, um, nature really is what drives a lot of my art. I'm very, very interested in textures and patterns and the way things move. Um, so I like to try to capture that in some of my sculptures and pottery, really. Um, most of my art is made with clay. However, I do some photography and mixed media work as well. Uh, when I was in the second grade, I did an art show at City Hall in Worcester, Mass. And that was pretty much my mother dragging me there and making me stand there in front of an easel in the downtown area, <laughs> painting a clown. <laughs> um, so definitely my family is the ones who have encouraged me inspired by nature and its beauty. I see textures, patterns, and compositions and all that I pretty much look at an ordinary item might cast a neat shadow or lend itself to a great texture in clay. Snorkeling over the last five years in the Caribbean has inspired my tropical fish line. Um, and I feel good when I make beautiful things. So that motivates me to get in the studio and make something else that might feel good to me and look good to somebody else. Mm -hmm. I have a great love of shells and rocks and flora and fauna. Architecture, color is, is a big part of my life. 
Um, and like I said, I do things, I have a slab roller, so I roll out slabs and press a lot of leaves and flowers and that sort of thing. Um, I also have a wheel, so I throw traditional forms and then apply the leaves and textures and things to the forms. I cut up the forms and alter them after I throw them to make the fish. Um, so I pretty much do a lot of hand building and a lot of throwing and kind of mix the two together. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the Caribbean. Um, are you influenced mainly by that location or New England or all the places that you've been or lived? Pretty much any beach is going to is going to um, influence me. Mm -hmm. uh, over the past five or six years, I've been able to go to the Caribbean in the winter time for a vacation with my sisters. Mm -hmm. And we do a lot of snorkeling. And that has just, I've always kind of liked making fish, but the snorkeling kind of made me go to a more 3D presentation of the fish rather than just flat slabs mm. full of texture. Now they're 3D. Mm -hmm. And definitely the coral and the environment that those fish swim in down there. I'm bringing that into my work now as well. Mm -hmm. um, uh, a lot of the leaves tend to be green at this time of the year, but I do <laughs> kind of swap over in the fall and make leaves that look like the ones that we all see all over the ground that we think are so beautiful and want to keep and I'm used to press them in wax paper when I was a kid like mm -hmm. constantly so <laughs> it's sort of a flashback from that but now I'm pressing them into clay and glazing them to kind of preserve that color and beauty of that leaf mm -hmm. and throughout the course of your artistic career or from even childhood are there any obstacles that you faced in the pursuit of your art or that you are currently um confronting um most most of my life I've had to have a full-time job so that's been a pretty big obstacle to my art um because it doesn't really give you enough time to make it and market it and sell it develop it mm -hmm. <laughs> so um recently I got tired of the retail world and um putting up with the baloney that comes with the retail world. So I um, gave my notice and I went on social security. I'm 63 years old now, so I'm gonna be an artist now, finally. And as the, so you worked in, in retail, you were saying, is, did you still feel as though making art um, in your free time and trying to juggle the two how have you dealt with the stereotype of the struggling artist or have you at all? I haven't dealt with that too, too much. Um, I do have some people that have literally said to me that artists are lazy and they don't really want to have real jobs. Um, so I have a hard time keeping my mouth shut when somebody says something stupid like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't really have to deal with it too too much mm -hmm. um yeah i don't really have to deal with that too too much yeah the other the only other obstacle i've come across is 
um, these stores and galleries that want 50% of the selling price um, makes it <laughs> unprofitable and un unable to do it really. Mm -hmm. So that's been a pretty discouraging factor of the whole, um, the whole art world really with how it seems to be kind of clicky. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I have dealt with a lot of that. Yeah. Not being able to move my products because people want to keep so much of the asking price and then the price can't, they just can't sell at the prices they want to put on them. Mm -hmm. So that's been a pretty big obstacle. Yeah. Um, and now, now that you're making art full time, what does your workspace look like um, where you're creating all of it? Is it neat or messy? What sort of um, tools are you using? Is there a certain time that you prefer to work? Um, do you work in silence or play music? Just kind of what is the whole atmosphere like? My workspace is usually messy. Um, <laughs> I work out of this small room here in the basement of, of my sister's house. And I have a wheel and a kiln, a slab roll or table shelving. I have a lamp that I use for direct lighting. Um, like a floor lamp that has can be pointed towards which side of the room I'm working on because obviously I can't do everything at once. Um, when I break everything down, I have to pretty much put everything away and make space for the glazing process. So that's a totally different process than the making process. Mm -hmm. um, but it works out pretty well. It's a small room and I have my kiln right here in the room with me. It's actually on right now. If you hear clicking, that's the clicking okay. is that you hear in the background. Um, so yeah, it's usually messy, but not so messy that I can't work. Yeah. And what is your, do you have a favorite part of the process? Do you like it all the same or is there one that you look forward to the most? Uh, I think the making is, is more fun than the glazing. Mm -hmm. um, most of the time. Most. <laughs> uh, the fish I like to glaze, but it takes several hours. Mm -hmm. So um, that, part, that part I do like the, the hand painting of, of things. But just the manual dipping of cups and regular things is not such a favorite thing. <laughs> Got it. Um, and I have, I think, a couple more questions before we sign off. But one of them is, what is the ultimate goal for your art? And what do you want it to mean or to be to yourself, to your audience? Yeah, I, the other thing is I do usually play music while I'm working in here. Mm -hmm. It's either classical music, um, which my mother was a classical pianist. So a lot of that influence has come back and I enjoy listening to that music now, even though as a kid I was made <laughs> to listen to it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do like that. Um, I collect things to make textures in the clay constantly. Um, there's just textural things everywhere in here. Uh, let's see, I work at all times of the day, but usually only until nine or 10 at night, mm -hmm. if working into the night. Uh, the ultimate goal for my art is for something I make to end up in a museum for all to see. I also don't have children, so I'm hoping to be remembered by my nieces and nephews as a talented great aunt who also 
gave them handmade things to love and enjoy and pass down to their kids. So that's it. That's all I'm about. Yeah. <laughs> I want the audience to see that one of a kind, not mass produced products are worthwhile. Mm -hmm. It tends to become market driven rather than very personally expressive. And so that's one thing that I'm trying to meld the two together, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm just at the beginning of that process. So we'll see how it goes. Great. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing um, your pieces and writing your story. So thanks so much for, for coming in to speak with me. And is there anything else that you want to share to close on? I have a card that I had printed when I lived in Maine. Mm -hmm. I moved from Maine about three years ago. Okay. Um, and it says, I'm strongly influenced by colors, textures, and forms present in nature's flora and fauna. My passion is to create one-of-a-kind pieces that incorporate an element of surprise or whimsy. My techniques include high fire clay and glazes, as well as raku firing. Specifically, I enjoy carving intricate designs on pieces, which creates unique effects with glazes. I throw on a pottery wheel and also hand build, allowing me many ways to manipulate the clay. By mixing glazes and techniques, I am able to create distinctive pieces that evoke curiosity and wonder. I graduated from Massachusetts College of Art with a BFA in ceramics, including extensive coursework in architectural design. Amazing. Okay, those are all great details <laughs> for me to have. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah.